Welcome, welcome, welcome back to another not so bad in introduction with your host. Well, that's not the name of the podcast. Welcome back to another episode of Talking with Rafael. Let's go. And here we have Erwin, or the host of If You Know You Know podcast. Say what's up, man. What's up, guys? Welcome back to another episode. Ready for another new adventure, another week. Um, let's get started. Good, before before anything, happy before yeah. July. Everybody, be safe. We got some fireworks before Fourth of July. Let's just say that because shit, bro. Like it's, it's fireworks everywhere right now, bro. It's it's mm-hmm. it's, it's three day weekend for some of us. For those of you guys have to work, you know, got to do what you got to do. But uh, I'm glad everybody is. Uh, just make sure you guys stay safe out there. And, you know, Look at Erwin trying to be soft-spoken. Yeah, man, just be safe, man. You never know, you know, like, you never know. I mean, you can be cautious, but, you know, everybody else out there, you know, you can't worry about everybody else. Everybody else is different. You have to kind of look up for yourself, you know. So. Yes, sir. We're bringing you another episode. And today we might have a special guest show up a little late today. But if it not... Oh, well, we'll try him again uh, on the next episode or do a special episode later on. But for right now, dude, I just have one thing in mind. What is it, Rafa? <clears throat> I want to thank Rudy Gobert for his amazing work that he did at the Utah Jazz. And we're going to sure miss him. Uh, at least I'm going to miss him because before Donovan Mention showed up, he was my favorite NBA player. Uh within Utah Jazz after NS Cantor fucking left us kind of high and dry, you know? Yeah, but uh, I mean, I have my opinions about Rudy Gobert. You know some of my opinions. Fucking say no. It's a safe space. Ernest Cantor was ass. I'm sorry. Fuck yeah, he was. I did not like him at all. No. (laughs) A big complaint and crybaby, you know, and then Rudy Gobert, like I said, it's just something with him. I admire his uh, his defense. Mm -hmm. But to me, don't take it personal. Was it didn't show up when it mattered? When he mattered to me, was the most was in the playoffs. And the desire that right now that I have is now it's a whole rebuilt, you know. And Ernest Cantor, bye. Good thing you were gone, Rudy. You know you started with us, Eiffel Tower. Uh, Listen, if it wasn't for Rudy Gobert contract, we wouldn't be able to get all these players. That's the thing. The contract was pretty massive. So yeah. I think right now, with, with that being said, I mean, him going to the Timberwolves, uh, if he can get it together in certain mis- mistake areas that he has, mm-hmm. Carl, Carl Anthony Towns and him, oh, man, watch out. <laughs> what I have to say with his move to Timberwolves is that he's a he's a defensive player. Right. And he's a, he plays the five really well, the center place. And Carl... Town Anthony, what? Carl Anthony Towns. Whatever his name is, I'm sorry, uh, I fuck up names. But he's actually a power forward, so he can actually play the power forward and have Rudy Gobert as the center and have like a great, great chemistry. It, it's just depending on both of them. Like, hey, Rudy Gobert is going to a team knowing that it's not his team, and he's gonna rock it out. When NS Cantor left, that the media and the Utah Jazz ask him like, hey, are you going to do it with Ennis Counter gone? Because Ennis Counter, I think it was a third pick overall. Rudy Gobert was pick number 27. 
So he was like, I'm on rocket. And he did. He actually was really good defensively. He he improved his defensive skills and he earned three defense uh all-time NBA defensive uh skills. So he's actually really good. It's just, you know, um, we, we, we don't need that part right now. We need offense. We need points. And from what I'm hearing is that uh, Kevin Durant asked a trade out. So, and he picked like Phoenix and Miami Heat to be traded too. If he goes to Phoenix, would they might do a, a signing trade with us to get Aton, the under Aton, and and they get Kevin uh, Kevin Durant, excuse me, get Harper. Um, You're getting old. <laughs> no, it's just a Harper. When I, I get, I usually be having breakfast already, and my stomach is like super empty, so I just drink water to push that shit down. Anyways. But yeah, uh, I think that that would be a great trade to have uh, DeAndre Antoine. I'm not sure. I mean, I don't know what the Phoenix Suns do not seeing him or seeing him that they don't want to sign him to like a max contract. But that's a good question to have there. Here's here's the thing with that that you're saying. I think DeAndre uh, Ayton, I think his name is Ayton. Mm-hmm. Uh, he is a good player as a center in general that he plays for, you know, I think he's a great player in general. The thing is uh, the organization now, I see like the NBA nowadays is more of a um, general base as a smaller rotational players. And you got Devin Booker, Chris Paul. And the thing is with having a and around and that, I think it's a great method for them, but they don't want to be paying that amount of money. And especially nowadays, I feel like a lot of things, a lot of teams, a lot of players have that criticism they want to be traded when they're not happy. So let me go back into this. The whole Kevin Durant situation, Kyrie Irving situation. There was a message sent out that they said, you know what, we're not here to please you guys. You sign a contract with us, we expect you guys to do something. If you don't like it and you wish to be traded to a certain team, if it happens, it happens. If it doesn't, it's it's a business. Now, the whole proposition is going on right now. And I think I told you about this. Kevin Durant has made his choice on where he wants to go, right? Yeah. But there's a lot of teams out there doing a lot of moves. Mm-hmm. Like Jazz have seven first-round picks already. They took away a 30, what is it, 40 million, 38, 40 million close salary cap out of the way, right? Mm-hmm. So why are you thinking here? So you got new general manager, new coach, new ownership. Is it going to be a full rebuild? Or is it going to be a halfway rebuild? What I'm saying is... So you forgot... Hey, sorry to interrupt. You forgot David Fitz, uh, Fitzel. Oh, He's okay. uh, oh, yeah, I forgot David Fitzel. That's right. You're yeah. right. You're right. Fitzel. So being on this situ- in this specific situation, I can see that they're trying to come across with a good making decision they want to build around Donovan Mitchell. And here's where everybody comes across and all the ownerships, all the general manager staff, all the coachings, surround themselves and say, look, Donovan, we don't want you to go. And I feel like you were being this change of Rudy Gobert. And I told you this, if the Jazz switch Mitchell before him or they get traded Mitchell in general, I'm done. Because the thing is, you don't, the, the kid's young. 
He's 24, 25 years old. He still has what it takes. Yeah. Build around the man. And then you brought Beverly in, who's an experienced player. Yeah. And then there's a lot of things right now going around. The whole Michael Conley right now, he might be end up going to where? He might go to the Clippers. But that's just a rumor. There's, there's rumors being across Sandow. Then you got John Wall says once he gets bought out of his contract, he's going to the Clippers. So that option looks like it might be out of the way. So okay. in general, if like if there was a moment the organization of the Jazz would actually listen to some other words outside is continue to building around Donovan Mitchell. But if my personal opinion is bring some other superstar or consider star, my hands, bro, I would like to see Kevin Durant. I would like to see Kevin Durant. Yeah, honestly. Me too, but I, I would love to do see. Do we Kevin want Durant. his drama though? Here's the, here, here's the thing, Rafa. Like everybody in the NBA nowadays, everybody in the NBA nowadays is just kind of complaining. They have always something to complain about. It's always complainers, complainers, complainers. I read a post of people talking crap about, I'm gonna give you an example, talking crap about LeBron James, this and this, this and that. But no one's LeBron James said, I request a trade. I want to request a trade. He finished his contract, he got it done, and every team he has played for. What has he done? Won a title in every single team. So what I'm saying is this. You have the right key. Am I wrong? Every team he's been traded to. I mean, uh, he's been going to. He has a championship. The first eight years or whatever, how many years he was at the Cleveland. Cavaliers, he wasn't he traded. He didn't win it. But he wasn't he, traded. Yeah, but then he went to Miami. And in they the first two. year of Miami, they, they didn't lost. win it. They lost, yeah. Right. They lost. But then he went the two after that. And then the last one, they didn't win it with Miami, so he went back to Cleveland. But like right, the so reason he went back to Cleveland so was so because saying, of so what, contract what I'm saying with that is, uh, So what I'm saying with that is him being traded to another team, mm -hmm. I mean, being switched to a non-traded correction, to sign a contract with the new team. The first year didn't work for them. The second, third year, they got a championship. Finished his contract, went back to Cleveland, won a championship in Cleveland. After yep. that, he left Cleveland, went to Los Angeles. First year, didn't win it, but then he came back and won. So that's Green what I'm saying. Nowadays, yes. Nowadays is a completely different story. With that being said, I feel like everybody now needs to stop crying, mend the fuck up, and then just literally just finish your contract. You made that agreement. And that's what Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving is the whole situation. Oh, I'm being this. I'm doing that. I'm sorry. It's just you got to deal with this shit. You signed the mm -hmm. contract. And that's a long contract. So whatever you decide to get moving, what pieces decide to go, whatever, that's not on you anymore. It's a business. It's an organization. And that's how it's going to be done. Yeah. But that's the thing, though. I, for me, as a Utah Jazz fan, because if I was the owner, I will, I will do my best on trying to sign in um, Kevin Durant. But I'm going to have a conversation with Kevin Durant and be like, hey, are you going to stay here long term or not? Because I cannot have you like, I cannot trade assets. Like, will you trade Donovan Mitchell for Kevin Durant? <laughs> yes. If, if that's the thing, though, right? You're <laughs> going to trade somebody who's 24, 25 for yeah. someone who's almost 30. Like, yes, you already know what you're getting from Kevin Durant. Right. Like, you're probably going to get like uh, a triple double or something with Kevin Durant. Right. But at the same time, he can be like within like the first week, I'm tired of this shit. I want out. And and then he can do what James Harden did and not play for you guys. So are we gonna have that kind of like that's the 
that's the problem with, or not the problem, but like, that's one of the concerns of, that I have with signing a superstar like Kevin Durant is that they eventually can be like, because they already know their value, they already build their value. How we're going to trade, what are we going to trade for him? And what can we get back? You know, like, are we going to get someone like, at least Kevin Durant has always been putting his numbers, no matter what. Whatever his on and off the field is actually pretty good. Yeah, I mean, in, in, in general, like like I said, just whatever comes across, whatever is a decision, I just think people need to understand to be patient because I used to be disappointed here. You know, everything is – you should have seen some of the pages that I was looking at, you know, on Facebook. They were saying so many horrible things, saying, oh, well, now we're doing this. We got rid of our best player. Personally, I don't think he was our best player in the team. But this, mean, is where, this is where I go back and say don't focus on that glass half empty. Don't focus on the negative shit. Focus on that, uh, that cup half full. Focus on the positive shit. Like, like I was anxious to see something move. And when Rudy Gobert, when the, I feel like that domino just hit perfectly. First it was uh, Royce O'Neal. Mm -hmm. And then it was Rudy Gobert. Boom. Everything's falling apart. Like everything, not falling apart, but like falling together. As yeah. in like lining up. So I just think that, that I just think in general, like you said, I, I, it was time for the Jazz to move from Rudy Gobert. I think that was the biggest yeah. thing, and let's just kind of uh, rebuild. A lot of the anchor uh, sport analysts, what they were saying to me, or I kind of read one yesterday and I listened to the video, was saying, "What is the point of being rebuilding halfway through?" They're it's not, not rebuilding. It's not. It, 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 in a way, it is. If you get rid of, mm -hmm. okay, you got you got rid of two starters already. Two, so that's two starters you got rid of. Hold, mm -hmm. on, hold on, hold on, You got two starters. Yeah. Michael Conley is probably going to be the third one, okay? And then at this point, I told you before, pre preference of choice for myself, Jordan Clarkson. Why? Six men comes perfectly from the bench, and then Donovan Mitchell coming from another one. So and that being said, I think those are the biggest things that we can have. And mm -hmm. for now, I just want to see some good moves. I want to see something come across, something come make some kind of – Make a statement, you know, because a lot of players, here's the thing. A lot of players out here are like, oh, I don't want to come here. I don't want to come to Utah. I don't want to do this. Because yeah. why? Because of, there's nothing to do. It's, there's many things to do. It's just a lot of them are young. It's a very different kind of state of mind, you know, and, and that's the thing and so on and so on. And just the situation comes across like that. So we'll, we'll have to see where it comes from here. And let's just see what happens today. See what the news comes up. I mean, we still have a long way to go. So listen. It's not a rebuilding, it's a retooling. And right now, I don't think we're, I personally, I'm not gonna count any of those draft picks to keep, uh, to keep because we can use that as a collab. We can trade Boyan for Donovich with one of those draft picks. We can trade Mike Conley with some of those draft picks since he's up in age and last season, he showed his age. Like he's getting old, unfortunately. And so, with everything that we have, we actually do have a lot of like things to trade off and, and go from there, you know? So personally, I think that what we can do is, I mean, personally, I don't think we're rebuilding, we're retooling. We're retooling around uh, Donovan Mitchell. And, and I say, if we were rebuilding, we would have already traded Donovan Mitchell to the Miami Heat or to the Knicks or something if we were rebuilding, but at this point, we're not. 
and I'm keeping track of my Twitter account, making sure we're not seeing any breaking news, like we just traded Mike Conley or something, because I'll be like, shit. That's what I'm looking for right now, to see if there's anything going on right now, as soon as you were talking. Mm -hmm. um, and here, it's crazy, crazy to say is that a lot of the times I've been seeing is you get a lot of notifications first on Twitter accounts and before anything else. And that's what I'm looking for right now to see if there's kind of anything exciting. Actually, I will share my screen. How about that? Let's do it. Let's do that. <laughs> All right. So let me, let's do this one. Yep. Share this one. So let's go ahead and start sharing my screen here. As you can see, my, I was on YouTube just now listening to uh, cracks. That's my favorite show to listen my soccer sports. All right, we're running. Already running out of time? We got four minutes, 10 minutes left. I feel like we haven't talked that long. What the fuck? All right, whatever. No, not Yahoo. ESPN. Let's take a look here. Go to NBA. Oh, dude, today's fight. This is going to be an amazing card. Sorry, let me get off a of subject for a little bit and let you guys know my picks for this fight right here. And I'm going to select the picks as we go. Uh, yeah, play standard, whatever. All right, between Jessica Rose uh, Clark and Juliana. Dude, this is going to be horrible pronouncing names. Between these two fighters, I'm going to give it to her, the Australian fighter. Between Jessica I and Maze Barber, I'm gonna I give it to Barber. 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 Yep. Between your Ryan Holes and Andre Munich, dude, this is uh, Munich is nice. Nice. Yeah, he's nice. Uh, okay, I'm gonna give it to your your Ryan Holes. Between Ian Gary and Gabby Green. Well, Gary is undefeated, though, but he hasn't really fought somebody. But Gabby Green is pretty good, too. Gabe, sorry, Gabe Green. No, Gabby. Gabe I'm going to give it to Gabby Green. And between Brad uh, Tavares versus uh, Dricus uh, Plessis. He's good. Plessis is amazing. He has a very strong hands, man. He is pretty They're good. both really good. Uh, I'm going to give it to this guy. I have a feeling about this guy. He's kind of good. Um, Ooh, between Jim Miller... Donald Cerrone. Yeah, Jim Miller is old school. Donald Miller, Donald, uh, Donald Cerrone is pretty good too. They both have a different kind of chemistries, but I prefer yeah. going with Cerrone. Uh, Cerrone, sorry, Cerrone for sure. Cerrone, okay. I'm gonna pick Cerrone. Like this is my pick. Yeah. You can make your own. <laughs> but, I'm just looking. But between Brett Riddle and Jalen Turner, what do you got? I got Turner on this one as well too. Oh, Turner, me too. Between Pedro Munoz and Sean O'Malley. Pedro. Pedro? I'm going to pick Sean O'Malley. I feel like ever since, uh, like this is his first fight on the top 10 card. I feel like he's going to, he's going to not don dominate, but I think he's going to bring like a different style. I'm, I don't think he's going to lose. Even though like I can see him losing for someone on the top 10. Mm -hmm. And, but on the following fight, he can regain that. Yep. But I'm gonna give it to Sean O'Malley just because uh, he. I feel like he's gonna win it. I'm not sure. All right, classic fucking Ruby Lawler, my, one of my favorite fighters versus Brian uh, Barbarian. Barbarian. Uh, who do you that got? One, that one's kind of hard. I kind of see that one's a little bit hard. Mm -hmm. 
Uh, <laughs> I want to go on a dog. Barbarian. Barbarian? Barber Barber uh -huh. Okay, I'm going to go Ruud. Robbie. I'm going to go Robbie, man. Ooh. I mean, yeah, Brian does have, like, the youth versus Robbie, but I feel Robbie, Robbie got experience. That one's easy. Before you even read it, I got Alex Pereira on that one. Yeah, me too. I do. I have him over Sean Strickland for sure on that one. I wouldn't say easy, but... I, it's I not easy, but Alex. I feel like he's, he, he's very... He's really in the zone right now, so... Okay, last two. My favorite, the reason I will buy the pay-per-view card, these two fighters, Max Holloway and Israel Adesanya. Max Holloway with the offset. Boom. I <laughs> oh, Yo, man, that was Those good. are my two picks. Yeah, uh, Israel Adesanya against uh, Jared Cunier. I don't know. That one should be, it should be I, easy, but I, I desire I'm pretty. I mean, look, yeah. From what I've seen, uh Israel fighting dude, his fighting styles, he can really break down fighters who have like the power punch. I'm not sure what Jared is gonna bring. I hope him for the best, but I'm picking Israel. But between Max Holloway and Alexander um uh, I'm sorry if I mispronounce your name, bro. But I'm picking Max Holloway. The second fight. It was given to Alexander, but via the picks, via the judges. Mm. Sorry, the heart rate is kicking in. But I'm, I feel like I think Max Holloway is going to bring like a different mentality. I feel like he's going to go for the knockout on the first round. Period. Like he's going to play smart, but if if he doesn't knock him out on the first, if if you notice that if on the first round that Max Holloway goes all out is because he wants the knockout. He doesn't want to leave it for the judge to decide for him. I think that was like one of the things that happened on the last match that uh, on the second encounter that he kind of, I don't think he wanted to left it for the, for the, the judges to judge it, but I don't think uh, even everybody around it says like, dude, you did enough. It's just the judges didn't think so. But yeah, those are my picks. I'm submitting. And that's it. Ready. Done. We'll see. Anyways, going back to the NBA. And right now it's just a new room uh, news rumors and rumbling and superstar trade. Uh, we can also take a look here at NBA.com. If you go to NBA.com, you can also watch under where was it? I saw it just. Can you see Durando with the heat though? Oh man. Trade tracker. There it is. Here's the 2020. Here's, here's another trade that we haven't talked about. This cool. trade to me was a very, very bad trade for the Spurs. You're going to trade DeJon, DeJon Murray. Mm -hmm. And you're going to pick a wash. Sorry to say this, but a very washed out Danilo Gallinari. I'm sorry, bro. You are lost bad on this choice huge on mm. this choice. dejon murray is a good player that team that would trade young i mean there's a lot of teams out there that are trying to make something happen and this is where i get upset about sometimes with the, the jazz like right now is this is you have you just released a huge contract and you're still 10 million under the salary cap so you still got 10 million to spend before you pay the, the luxury tax you know you still have that but i what i'm saying is mm -hmm. 
let's take the chance. Let's do it. Get it done. Let's proceed for something good, you know? I mean, like right now, like the, the biggest thing they're saying, then this will be crazy. The trade that would happen perfectly right now. If it's a dual trade from New from Brooklyn to LA, mm-hmm. Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving. In my personal perspective, I put AD and I put Russell Westbrook to send to Brooklyn. If that's what you're gonna do, you got a humongous contract from Westbrook, 47 million. And you got like 30 something from freaking AD, which you still with that. I mean, you still have enough room, enough money to actually bring the team and you have that same amount of you still have will be under the salary cap bringing those two players yeah i'm lost um no i think the spur what they're doing is rebuilding uh great popovich is coming back and great popovich says like he wants you just I think he wants to get rid up. of everybody and get just a bunch of picks Dejon murray you just picked him up i you know just... i know i don't know what happened but i mean listen the spurs i the Spurs, I don't need to worry about the Spurs because the Spurs have always made it to the NBA fi- uh, playoff every yeah, the year. First time they missed. <laughs> and it, even after they got rid of like Kawhi Leonard, uh, Tim Duncan retired, uh, Mano Ginobili. Ginobili. Thank yep. you. Ginobili, I did say it right. Yeah, you did. Tony Parker, uh, Nick Batum, like you name them. Like yeah. all those guys have fucking left and they're always keeping on the playoff. So as long as you got uh, uh, Greg Popovich, you're good. Like he can grab, this is why like you can grab like Danilo and actually he can actually make it a successful, what up? So I was just looking at the thing. We have less than a minute here today. So I yep, yep. Uh, just wanted to make sure. And then we just wanted to make like, a little brief one today about what we're doing here, what we see about the NBA. Stay tuned, stay in touch with us guys. Keep in mind, I mean, the NBA is still going to be full of full action. That's something that we decided today. We wanted to bring it up and like, hey, man, let's well talk about this. We'll see what happens. Yeah, guys. Well, thank you so much for joining this podcast. I felt really short. I don't know why. I'm going to take a look at it and see why it didn't only record probably less than 40 minutes or so. But thank you so much for joining us. And stay tuned for the next episode. Stay tuned with us here, you know, talking with Rafa. And if you know, you know, if you have any feedback, let us know for now. See you guys next week. Peace.